It is I. It is me. Your boy's back. I'm feeling good. Welcome back to another episode. And um, yeah, it's been a, it's been two weeks. I'm sorry. I like to apologize for that. I don't know why I was. I've been busy. Anyways, let's get right into it. So, what's new? Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Um, it's a little cheap. It, it, it's not cheap for me. It's un. I wouldn't even say it's unfair. This is what I will say about Mother's Day, though. Um. So my mom's birthday is like a week after Mother's Day. So, you know, that's what I like, you know, that's how, that's why I'm saying, like, it's kind of like back-to-back, you know, double whammy, a double whammy, um, but it's been like that, my dad's birthday is, like, on Father's Day, it's either, it's either Father's Day or it's, like, Father's Day weekend, it's one of the two, but, yeah, no, Mother's Day was great, um, my mom's birthday was great, had a great time celebrating my mom, championing my mom, my mom does a lot for me. My siblings. She's greatly appreciated. She's greatly appreciated. We love her to death. Um, I could speak for my siblings when I say that. But, um, yeah. Fast and the Furious came out. <laughs> Speaking of family, Fast and the Furious came out. The other one. Now, I talked about it like a year ago. I talked about the, um, what was it, Fast 9? Yeah, I talked about Fast 9 a year ago. But that movie came out in 2021. This one came out, obviously, like, last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. Came out last weekend. More family. More family. Um, I haven't seen it yet. The problem is, I don't know if I want to watch it. Because, like, they're so fucking bad. But it's like, you've already seen all the other ones. It's like, you might as well just finish the story. Finish the story. You've seen all the other ones, so you might as well just watch them at this point. And it, it it's Vin Diesel. I don't know how he gets away with it. I, I, I really don't. And I was looking at a, a ludicrous interview, like a snippet of one, where they were talking about uh, Fast and the Furious and stuff like that, and why do you guys keep making these movies, and... And he's like, well, we make billions of dollars, so we're going to keep making these movies. I'm like, yeah, but these movies fucking suck. Like, that's not the question. If if I was their interviewer, I'd have been like, why do you guys keep making these movies? Money cannot be the only reason. I mean, that is a, a driving force and, a, and probably the ultimate, like, the ultimate uh, factor on why these movies keep being made. But if I was an actor... I don't even know if you could bounce, like, how do we know your range? Like, what, what, like, what, what are you doing? Like, yeah, I, if I was, if I was acting, I don't know if I could be in a franchise like Fashion and Furious, like, off the, off rip, you know? Like, I don't even know if I want to be, like, in a Marvel film off rip. I would take the... Because anybody can, I'm not saying anybody can be in those movies, but anybody can. Like, if you look a certain way and you want to be fucking tied to these movies for however long, then yeah, anybody can play these movies, be in these movies. But I just feel like if I was acting, I would rather do like short films, not not short films, but like smaller 
budgeted films, A24, like smaller studios, indie films, just to provide a, a, a range, you know, if you want to get that out of your system as far as like not making the most money, but you're in a lot of great projects and you're able to get a resume and build that and then, you know, transition into the bigger budgeted films that require more time being spent, more money, obviously, in your pocket, but you might not get a lot of films. The smaller, you know, studios, you might be able to do, you know, maybe three films a year, four films a year because of how small the budget is and the the shooting locations and so on and so forth. Whereas you're in a Marvel film, you might be there. You might be shooting two movies back to back. And depending on where you like fall into the story of like the whole, the grand, the big, the big fucking story. If you fall like within the middle of that, you might be shooting two movies back to back. And that's like six months. So you shot two movies within six months of each other. You're getting paid, but you're not working as often. So that's for me, that's what I would have done. Because I don't know when they started shooting Fast and the Furious uh, X. And then and then Vin Diesel was talking about this might be a trilogy for the last part of the fucking story. Why are there 12 movies? Why are there 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 are 12 Fast and the Furious movies? And this is not a comic book like Marvel. You get it. There's multiple characters in each character now apparently gets three movies. Ant-Man has three movies. I feel like Ant-Man shouldn't have three movies. I've seen all of them. Like, characters like Doctor Strange definitely get three movies. But characters like Ant-Man, you could you could, you could have finished his story within, like, an Avengers movie or something like that, you know? Because the third one sucked. It was pretty fucking bad. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't it wasn't as good as the other two. So it's like if it's not good as the other two, you should have just finished it differently. But that's just me and my opinion. Um But yeah, that's what I would have done. Because like guys like Tyrese and Ludacris, like I mean obviously those guys are like artists before they became actors. But you can't not now like what what can what else can you be in if you wanted to continue to act? Like it shows that you are a part of a that that it shows that you can work with a large ensemble of people as far as like a cast and production and and you have patience to work on a large production but can ludicrous is not ludicrous can't be in an a24 film i mean i'm not saying he can't but he won't have a a, a role like how he does in fast x or fast or just in the fast and the furious franchise I've just never seen his range. As far as, like, from my eyes, I'm like, bro, you can't. I don't even think they would. They're not tapping his phone for that. And rightfully so. Like like you said in the snippet of the interview, we make that those movies, Fast and the Furious, make $700 plus million when in, the, in the box office. So everybody's going to watch them. But I, like I said, I feel like it's one of them situations where people are only going to watch them just to finish it just like finish this like let me just finish this franchise 
And they're going to come back to it. They're going to come back to this. Like, this is not the end of Fast and the Furious. They, what they need to do, and I think there needs to be, there. this needs to be more of a thing in, like, entertainment. They need to go back to making TV shows. Like, really, really good TV shows. And having actors, like, world-renowned type actors to be in these TV shows. Like a Leonardo DiCaprio. Like a Denzel. Like, get these guys to be in TV shows. It would work. And I feel like, one... I think the production time of a TV show is a lot shorter. Obviously, it is shorter because you're not shooting, like, over the course of, like, two, three months. I mean, you probably are, but the days are probably shorter. Episodes are only an hour long, so they're not going to shoot a whole bunch of uh, footage in one day as far as, like, how long they got to edit, chop it. Like, they're not going to do a whole lot. They'll do a lot, but it's not going to be a whole lot. So, but if you get these guys, so you could, that's a way to convince those type of A-list actors to, hey, be in the TV shows. The productions are smaller. It could be more intimate. And plus, that's how you build, like, that's how you bring back TV shows. TV shows suck. They can't keep my attention. Like, I shouldn't say they suck, but like The Last of Us, it couldn't keep my attention. Granted, I've played the game. I've watched some gameplay of the game. So I already know how the story goes. But, like, guys like Pedro Pascal should be, like, should easily get you in. It should easily, like, uh, I'm watching this show because Pedro Pascal. But now I'm just like, I don't really give a fuck to watch the show. Like, I need, like, a. And, and, and also, get the writers, get guys like Quentin Tarantino. You have to give them a lot of fucking money. Yes, you do. Give them the money. Give them the same type of budget that you would do for a movie, for a TV show, and I guarantee you the TV show, TV shows would be great again. They'd be great. And their mindsets wouldn't even be like, I need $250 million to make this TV show. They'll probably be, I would say, but a lot of TV show productions are like movie productions now. So they're probably within that range. Video games are the same as movies productions too. So I'm assuming they're already probably like that. It's just they're not getting the, they're not, I think, they're getting good actors, up and coming actors. But I feel like people from, it should be like a good, like, like a good mix. Because everybody talks about, oh, there's no good, there's no new actors. It's the same people being put in the same movies or in different roles. Like there's no new people. And that's a good way to do that, to get the same people that we fucking see on the movies to come down to television so that they can act in the TV shows and that they can, you know, push these TV shows. And the the up the people that were acting, because usually it goes, if you're in TV shows, soap operas, you, you prove your worth, and then you get brought up to the movies, like the big budget box office shit, and then you're done doing TV shows for the most part, right? Like you're you're so concerned with the movies, and it takes so much time. But if we could get like a role reverse where A-list actors become TV show su- superstars, 
and then the TV show superstars make that transition to the A-list actors that kind of want to not act as much, not be in as many productions anymore, but they can still be a part of TV. Like, for prime example, Jeff Bridges, the old man. I love Jeff Bridges as an actor. He, in speaking of Marvel, he was in a Marvel. He was an Iron, the first Iron Man. So, I love him as an actor. That's that's what that's a, like a good point. Like he's an older age. Give him something that he like, good material, great material. It's the old. If you haven't seen the old man, it's a good show. I recommend it. Great show. Give them great material that they can work with. That way that they're able to be engaged with the work and shit like that. Because TV show plots suck. But it's predicated on the actor's abilities as well. If the actors don't have great ability, then the writing can't be executed the way how the writers might want it to be executed. So you got to kind of write within the talent. Right, right, right within the confines of the talent. But if you get guys like Jeff Bridges, Denzel Washington, so on and so forth, who are well-established actors who know their craft and know how to you know, work, give them a different challenge, this could be a good thing for them. And it end, good for their career. Brian Cranston is a prime example. Brian Cranston. He does TV shows still. But he's more of like a TV show guy. But Malcolm in the Middle, Breaking Bad, Your Honor. But Brian Cranston is one of them guys. He's been in movies. He's an A-lister. I feel like he's A-list to me. He's an A-lister to me. But that's what I that's what I would like to see. That that transition of people in TV shows start to get more opportunities. And that way, the studio can save money. You you because know, the whole point is like, oh, if we're gonna be pushing these guys, we want the return on investment to be great. Well, I'm like, well, if you don't, if you're not sure about the talent, or if they're up and coming and they're, you know, not as proven as the other ones, other actors that you that you that you're comfortable working with, and that you're used to working with, give a smaller budget. Give other writers a chance. Give other people a chance. This is a way that everybody helps each other. If you're not sure about the up-and-coming crop of talent, then get writers who are still working on their craft and trying to perfect their craft. Give them an opportunity. Because sometimes all they need is just a little bit more money than what they were already making or what they were already producing. You give them a little bit more money, boom. Now, you have instead of having a $250 million budget or a $200 million budget... So you have $75 million. You have $80 million. So now you're saving money by giving a, a writer, up-and-coming writer a chance to write a story, good story, good plot, up-and-coming director who's good, proving their worth, these up-and-coming actors who are good, who are starting to prove their worth. You get all those guys together, you got now you got a fucking solid movie. That's the problem. There's not solid movies. It's either it's really, really good or it's really, really bad. Sometimes we just need, like, oh, that's a solid movie. I could watch this multiple times and not be like, oh, this is bad. No, it's a solid film. It's either, it's either you don't watch it or you watch it, you know? Like, that's the, the bell curve we have. There's just nothing in the middle. It's just super extreme on one end and super extreme on the other end. And it's unfortunate because it makes it so hard to watch stuff because now you have to, like, trial and error. And I don't know about you, I don't like when there's a whole bunch of continuing 
watching type shit on my I don't like that list where it just gradually builds because you keep watching a movie, you don't like the movie, you watch another one. No. I don't like when there's too much it's my my shit's cluttered like that. I don't like it. So I stop doing that. But that's what I would do. That would be like if I was in Hollywood, that would be a good way to do that. You save money, you get and then you could dump more money and invest more money into the smaller productions and make those good. It makes sense to me. You'd be like, well, what about movies? Movies might not be as good. No, still be good because those guys will still do movies. It's just for the right now, like a good switch up. That's what that would be a pretty good switch up. So, yes, we would not see the end of Fashion and Furious. There will be a spinoff of some sort about something, about a different side character, or it will be um, a new story, a new set of characters, but it's like continuing the type of theme. What they need to do is go back to what they were doing before. They need, they need to become like heist movies, Fast and Furious. Become a heist movie, race some cars, you know, I like the heist. Steal cars, sell them. You know, the international thief thing was cool, but because that was like fast, that was like fast and furious shit. But now it's like, what are we doing? Right? You like make it realistic. These movies aren't relatable. You got guys going to outer space. You got guys swinging across bridges. You got guys driving down the dams of banks. Uh, uh, down a, a, a dam, uh, an embankment of a dam, and th- and that's not spoiling it. Like that's in the trailer, <laughs> like that's like a clip that they released. And I'm just like, this is okay. This is what we're doing. And he has superpowers. Vin Diesel has superpowers in these movies. It's it's just it's fucking insane. But speaking of insane, um. My homeboy, my homeboy O'Shea, shout out to my guy O'Shea. He's going through some lady problems. Um, and it just got me thinking about, like, both sides, right? Of, like, what what side, both sides, like, what what could we do better for both sides? It's like, what can both sides, what can either side do better? For the other side, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we need each other, you know? And I always talk about, like, what the women can do better and this, that, and the third. But I'm going to focus on the men. Never really got into, like, pause. I'm going to focus on the men, pause. Uh, I don't know if that was. That might have been immature. But anyways, it doesn't fucking matter. They are, like, they're just not cool. You know what I'm saying? They don't do anything. And I realized that, you know. And I'm thinking I'm doing too much. But there's still a lot of motherfuckers that aren't doing anything at all, you know. I'm thinking I gotta tone it down, and 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 for like I said, like everybody's different. Circumstances are different. So that in the past, everybody's different. Circumstances are different. So you're not gonna everybody's not gonna do the same shit, or everybody is doing the same shit. But it's just how you present it, right? And I feel like our presentation as a collective whole is off. It's just off because. We want the finest woman with not doing any type of effort, you know? 
and usually that's like a like a woman thing where they just want like the guy with the most money, the most security, and not really do too much. Like that's it basically for them. Like they don't really have more motivation or ambition. For some, I'm not gonna say all. Some do, you know. And I've talked to my sister. Like, and the reason why I can say that, or I say that, is because I've talked to my sisters and other women, and they've said sometimes their only goal is just to get married, and that's it. Is to be in a relationship, and that's it. Like that's just some. That's just some women's goal. So, fellas, acknowledge that. Under know that, and. Don't give all your effort into someone that doesn't have the same type of ambition and drive as you. Now, if all you want to do is just settle down and find a woman and then just be coasting, then the woman that is just trying to get married is for you. But if you're not like, and if you're not doing that, then don't do that. You know what I'm saying? The problem is, men are not being more se- men are not being more selective, and they're not taking their time. They're not doing the reconnaissance. You know what I'm saying? They're not gathering intel. They're just like, I'm going to fuck whoever. It is what it is. And and I know why they're not. Because sometimes the truth hurts. I just found something now. I wanted to talk to this woman. I asked, I asked one of my homegirls. And she was like, nope, don't do it. X, Y, and Z. It fucked my head up because I was planning like what was going, what this was going to look like, what that was going to look like. No. And see, if I had not done that, got the intel that I needed to gather, quick, sh- and it's quick shit. It's not like a, a full back catalog. Like I don't want all the receipts. It's just quick stuff. Ask about this person. Get the history. And if the history is okay with you, then that's fine. Then you move forward. Tread lightly, but move forward. A lot of us don't do that. (laughs) A lot of us don't tread lightly. We don't pay attention. And then we can't see the signs. And then we wonder why Shorty not fucking with us or why she acting different or why I'm getting played out or why I'm not, you know, why there's not a return on investment or whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's because, nigga, you're not paying attention. You wondering why she walking all over you? You gotta pay attention, peep the signs. And also, stop thinking with your wallet. Stop thinking with your wallet. Women are attracted to the money. They're attracted to the security of the money. Right? The fuck is that? They're attracted to the security. So if they know that you got it. They're not going to be so pressed about you spending all your money all the time. If they know that you got it, they're not going to be pressed. So stop, but don't blow your money. No one likes a trick, okay? No one does. And they know what tricks are. Come on. They've been getting tricked. They think it's been tricking on them the whole time. They, they, ever since they've been dating, guys been tricking out on them, tricking off on them. So they know what a trick is. Change your approach. You can still spend money, but you got to change your approach. You're presenting the trick and wrong. If you still want to trick, yeah, fine, cool. But the way you're going about it is totally wrong. So you got to get creative. That's another thing I was going to say. The creativity, dead. We got to bring that back, fellas. We got we to gotta be, we got to, 
women like to be romantic. They like women like to romanticize and daydream. That's why there's like those type of fucking books, right? That's why those books exist. Those love novels and shit. Because it's a w- it, those books are usually written by women who were just fantasizing and daydreaming. Like the prim, like a like a good principle of those books, like a principle of those book type books are that daydreaming. It's a f- it's fantasy. It's whatever the fuck, right? It's their dream. It's their fantasy. It's what they want to live, right? In their head, that's what it is, right? So women like to be romantic. They like to be romanticized. They like all that shit, right? You got to get creative. We don't even get flowers no more. We don't even get flowers no more. You got to get creative. got to get creative. And, like, flowers is like 10 bucks. Maybe you don't always get flowers. Maybe you get them a plant, a little trinket, something that reminds them, something that reminds you of them. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Small stuff. Be creative. Dates, like I said, don't got to spend all your money. But if you want to, go ahead, spend your money, but spend it on an experience, spend it on something that you can remember, that you can take to the grave. Don't just be blowing, like, blowing money on food. Because, in because if if you, I will say this, if your end goal is to get set like to have sex, then just buying food and doing the bare minimum is not gonna cut it, bro. It's not gonna cut it. Especially if you want to like have sex with her like at the end of the night or whatever, it ain't gonna cut it. You first of all, you gotta plan the whole day, and that can't be your expectation. You can't be like I'm doing all this so I expect this. No. That's why the shit's fucked up. Because it's so, it's so much of that. It's so much of a transactional, you do this, I do this. You do this for me, I do that for you. Like, it should just be, I want to do this for you because I fuck with you, I like you, I want to experience this with you, I want to have this moment in time with you. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you what to think. I can't tell you what to do. But you should think about what you think. You know, you should think about what you're thinking about. You should, you should think about what you're doing, too. Because I'm telling you, that tricking and shit, and, like, because they're not going to like that because they're going to be like, you just think I'm easily bought. You need more. You need you need more than that. You need more than that, right? You, women can't be bought. They can see through that shit. They'll take advantage of you. Oh, <laughs> they're going to take advantage of you. They're going to they gonna exercise all that shit. They're going to take advantage of you. They're going to make sure that they get every little, they're going to get it out of you. And then once they like, you know what, I'm done. And then you're going to sit there and be like, why are you done? She'll be like, motherfucker, I've been done like the last two, three months. I was just getting all the shit that I wanted to get before I left. And she'll break it down to why she left you or whatever the case, because you tricking. I'm not easily bought. And when she caught on to how this how the relationship is and how the communication is, and it's all transactional, it's not unconditional, she's gone. She's gone. She still wants you to show love and show unconditional love. And if that's, and if that's the way you show love by just spending money, bro, then it's wrong. Then you don't know. Then you, didn't, then you don't know women and you didn't know your woman because she left your ass. The money don't matter sometimes. So you got to just be creative. Get creative. Like, when I was in high school, I was writing girls' poems. Niggas thought I was corny. I was like, no. When you get, like, 
because they're not getting that now. So what makes you think that anybody's gonna keep do like do this now? The stuff that people are doing, I'm like, I've been doing that. The shit that guys are doing now, I was like, I've been doing that. I've been trying to get that off long ago. But they weren't on that type of time. So I stopped. I'm going to get back to it, though. Don't even worry about it. Don't even, don't even worry about it. I'm going to get back to it. But be creative. And don't think with your little head, either. Like I said earlier, the expect your expectation cannot be... I I do all this, let me do that. Because like I said, the communication is transactional. The love you have for that type for that person is transactional and it's not gonna fucking last. And you're gonna be disappointed that you even wait because now you're gonna feel like you wasted your time and she gonna feel like she wasted her time and then guess what? Nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. And the last thing I will say what we can do better is not wanting to have sex with your homies. Don't have sex with your homies. I would like to, I'm going to say this too. I'd like to apologize to any, any of the homies that was females, you know, my women, my, my lady homies. I'd like to apologize Try if I try to get at y'all. You know what I'm saying? I realized I was wrong. The homies is the homies. Leave the homies alone. Let the homies be the homies, man. So, I apologize. But yeah, fellas, let the homies be. Don't try to mess up. Don't try to mess up. Just just don't try to mess with the homies, all right? That's what we, because that fucks up a lot of relationships and friendships. If you just leave her alone and let her be the homie, nothing's going to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? We we as as men, we need to provide a better experience for these women. And they're not they they have their faults, just like we have ours. But those are just there's more there's more to it. There's more to thing there's more things that we can do better, you know. But those are just some of the things that I've thought about. Last but not least, addressing your trauma is very very important. We all have trauma. Um, it's a weird thing, and we pe- when people share their trauma. Um, it seems like people are trying to like, oh, I'm going through tougher shit than you are, or I'm going, you know, like it's that type of like, but how I see it on the internet, it, it might not be the case. It might just be people posting how they feel or posting whatever, posting the post, but it seems like that. And everybody got trauma. So motherfucker, you ain't special. Everybody shit stink. The pro my concern is with my generation is we don't address it. We just post it. We post it, but we don't address it. You know, and when you don't address it, you're not able to grow as a person. And when you're not able to grow as a person, you become stagnant. When you become stagnant, then you become mad at the world, and then you're not able to do what you want to do. And then before you know it, two years go by, three years, five years. Holy shit, a decade went by, and I've been this whole time I've been mad at And then when you have that epiphany and that realization, like, oh, shit, I've been mad at myself this whole time because of things that I could control, you know? But not, but not addressing this, when I didn't address this at the time, this is what's been eating at me. This is what's been 
slowing me down, fucking me up, whatever the case may be. It's not allowing me to grow as a person, to evolve, to become better, a better partner, a better sister, a better brother, a better human being. It's not allowing me to do that. So when you don't address it, it can hinder your growth and your evolution as a person. And it also fucks with your mental health, too. Always address your trauma. It's uncomfortable because it's the truth. It's totally uncomfortable. Get seek and, and if you don't know how to address it, you know, if, and if you want to like not because because once you do address it, it's all out in the open. You know what I'm saying? It's not one of especially if you're by yourself. It's not one of those things where you gradually kind of unlock doors to, you know, at this particular door we're gonna deal with this problem. It's kind of open, and if you need help navigating that shit, like I, get a therapist. Very very important. They're there to help you and coach you through those things. Especially, you know, just for this being this one time, you know, hopefully you don't have so many traumatic experiences in your life. But if you do, you know, that one time you seek help for that therapist for this particular problem for however long can allow you to acquire the necessary skills to address other problems and how to deal with other problems and stuff like that. So it's it's very, very important to seek help if you don't know how to, address it yourself and if you don't feel comfortable addressing it to others and you feel you might feel judged or ridiculed or whatever the fuck therapist always find one that's affordable that that works for you that you know done your research your due diligence on and seek help nothing's wrong with getting help i still have a problem asking for help you know it's a pride thing and i gotta just swallow that shit sometimes and just be like fuck it i need help i don't know you know, but I, I still try to want to figure it out on myself because it's it's my journey. It's it's you know, it's my thing. It's me. It's me, and I am. And that is it for me. You guys are the best. Seek help, men. Let's be fucking better. And Fast and the Furious. I'm gonna go watch that shit. I'm gonna give you guys a review the next time I record. So yeah, but this has been another episode of the experience. I am your host, Diaz. Slim, and I'll talk to y'all again. Peace out.